Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Today on KWTX at 4, an unforgettable afternoon of fashion and philanthropy as Fashion Palooza returns to Temple this weekend. And Rogue Media Network, a local podcast creation house, joins us to share some of the content created right here in Central Texas. And with more people driving electric vehicles, fire departments say they are figuring out ways to deal with EV fires. Up ahead, we'll take a look at the tools used to extinguish these fires. KWTX at 4 starts now. And thanks for joining us. I'm Justin Early here with Keisha Lopez and meteorologist Camille Hawksworth. Uh, you know, today it just feels really humid. Is it just me Ooh, yeah. or is it super duper humid? It it's is. It's just like you it walk is. outside and sweat starts to show up. What's going on? It's like not even hard to sweat when <laughs> right. you step outside. Yeah. I mean, it's not like 100 degrees. It's in the 80s, right? But it's still, in the 80s, it's, yes. it's ooh, moist. Ooh. Something's a coming. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It is setting the stage for some rain chances. Mm -hmm. That's for sure. And we've got a cold front that's going to bump up those rain okay. chances later this week. All right, we'll find more about that later. Muggy Monday. First, let's get to our daily four. So a new study shows sensitive personal information of U.S. military personnel is for sale online. That can include home addresses and health conditions. Duke University researchers published the study today. It found the data of thousands of active duty service members can be bought cheaply from so-called data brokers. Researchers were able to shop by geolocation, so whether the service member lived or worked near Fort Bragg, Quantico, or even some other sensitive military locations. And also, the information was cheap, easy to get, and as little as 12 cents per service member. That is cheap. It is pretty cheap. So um, Senator Ron Wyden called the study, quote, a sobering mm -hmm. wake up call for policymakers that the data broker industry is out of control and poses a yeah. serious threat to U.S. national um, security. So that is a direct quote. Yeah, and I'm guessing these data brokers are probably overseas somewhere where they can't be regulated internally. Probably. Um, probably, you know, more probably. than likely. And, what do you do? How do you protect that information? I mean, obviously, in the U.S., that's a, a huge HIPAA violation if you're giving someone's information, their name, and their mm -hmm. medical history. Mm -hmm. um, not to mention just the scary thought of yeah. your address being out there for anyone to find out. Yeah. You know, that's scary. I'm doing ancestry right now, and I was just sharing with one of our producers. I found one of my relatives oh, yeah. by way of looking up the Social Security number. But the point is, like, even with my grandfather, mm -hmm. who is deceased, I had to go travel to St. Louis to oh, the really? National Personnel Center. It's a Mm -hmm. part of the National Archives yeah. to get his service record. But wow. there are strict rules. The person has to be deceased mm -hmm. or, you know, even with some records, they have to be deceased for a certain amount of years. Remember, even right. the 1950 census mm -hmm. was just yeah. released recently because a, a big chunk of time needed to go by, you know, for this purpose, you know. Yeah, protecting people, you know, yes. as, as they're living and, you know, that could actually hurt them in many ways. Yes. So, boy, that's scary And stuff. these people are living, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is a definitely makes you think where you put your information. Oh, yeah. How are they getting this information? How are they yes. It? Well, just be careful where you you know 
store things and, and filling things out, you know, like credit card applications, who knows where those things go. People go That's through true. your mail, I mean, there's that too, but this is, these are some smart, like, cyber criminals who are doing this kind of thing, so we've got to figure out a way to protect ourselves, but I don't know right now. Let's go to number two <laughs> in our Daily Four. All right, so here in Central Texas, we're lucky enough to be smack dab in the middle of two major travel hubs, Austin and, of course, Dallas with two major airports. This next announcement could affect how some of you fly, though, in a few months. American Airlines is cutting services to nearly half of its destinations out of Austin Bergstrom International. So several Austin media outlets, including CBS and the Austin Business Journal, report today that the airport will lose flights to 21 markets in 2024, including Washington, D.C., Tampa, Oklahoma City, Kansas City, and the Dominican Republic. And that still leaves about 20 other destinations, but it could limit you on your next trip. So you may wanna triple check those options available. The cuts are expected between January and April of next year, but that's a lot of destinations to lose. And um, you know, uh, flights sometimes will go through Dallas, but I think maybe these might be direct. We've gotta look and see what's going on with that. But you want the options. I mean, I think we're lucky that we have choices here. Mm -hmm. You know, oh, it's definitely. hour and a half, you know, depending where you are, hour and a half hour each way. Uh, and it is kind of easy relatively to navigate the Austin airport compared yeah. to DFW, which is like a, a, <laughs> a city, whole. a whole city or more. <laughs> yes. Um, and you've got to pay a toll just to drive on it. Oh, you're Come talking about 121. Come on now. <laughs> so I would, you know, rather go to Austin, seriously, if I could get the flight out. So I, I, hate, to, yeah. I hate to lose that. If, if you're traveling with a family, especially, yeah. convenience is everything. Do you fly out of Austin? I, I do. Yeah. And my connector is always at DFW. But I can tell you, the last couple of times I've flown this year, American, unfortunately, I've always had problems. Yeah. You know, we're waiting on flight crews. We're waiting on on, you know, the pilots, we're waiting on the ground crews to get back to the right. gate just to extend that little arm so that we can yeah. get off the plane. Like there have been, and, and I've even missed my connecting flight at DFW because mm -hmm. we were delayed yeah. coming out of Austin. I've had that experience. I really too. hope this doesn't jack up the prices though for the flights out of That's, yeah. Dallas. Mm -hmm. That's like my biggest concern because I always, if we're flying somewhere, I check it at Dallas, mm -hmm. I check it right. in Austin and see which one. And do you fly with your family? Sometimes there's a little fuzz there. Okay. Okay. okay, sorry, I just saw it. But, um, it no, no, um, yeah, so if we fly with our family, yeah. or sometimes we fly yeah. solo, but I always check both, so now it's kind of unfortunate that we're only going to have the, the one option. Well, I mean, you still have the other, you know, airlines. I mean, this is just sure, American decision. So, right. I mean, and I can tell you when I've flown, you know, direct, I like to fly, my, fly direct if you can, because you avoid that. I'm learning Connecting, that. but there are several still, you know, Delta and United have pretty good options, mm -hmm. direct, and Frontiers as well, a Frontier Alliance, too. So you saw so. the little fuzz, too. Uh, I saw it. There's something over here. Yeah, there's something saw, in I, here. I saw you look at it. Maybe it's a cricket. There's something <laughs> happening in this room right now. Let's go to number three in our daily four. <laughs> no, okay, this is not about crickets, but this is about making yourself at home. If you're interested in learning about how you can be the host with the most from one of the best, here's your chance. Booking.com has listed Martha Stewart's farm guest house <gasps> for a one night. Uh-huh. One night pre-Thanksgiving stay, the 1,800 square foot space in Bedford, New York, is available November 18th for $11.23. That's you talk about gone. cheap. That's, that's gone. It's gone. There's there's no way that is still available. I don't know. You have to look because the price honors the date of Thanksgiving this year. It does include a full itinerary created by none other than Martha Stewart herself. Mm -hmm. Guests will be guided through the tour with the property tour there and stops along uh, her Instagram famous chicken coop gardens mm -hmm. and stables there. So lots of Instagram worthy photos there. 
There's also instructions on wreath making and table setting, as well as a catered brunch with Stuart herself. The booking mm -hmm. window opens noon Eastern time on November 16th. So you said it's gone. It's not gone yet because it's still available. That's, that's good. You got to be first in line probably though. Yeah, as soon as they <laughs> hit that button to allow it to be sold. Um, but I feel like if you know what with the Airbnbs, is, is this like an Airbnb situation or it's just a one-time option? Like well, it's booking.com and okay, booking, one time, one day okay. available, one price, eleven twenty-three. Okay, so for how many thinking, people? That I don't know. See? The, like the cottage is eighteen hundred square feet. But still, oh my gosh. You how better, many yeah. if you go, you better clean that place up. <laughs> yeah. Right? She's gonna get <laughs> she's gonna get you. She's gonna come in the middle of the night and get you. <laughs> she will, you better clean the house. I don't I would not I would I would be afraid to be a guest in her house. Yeah, because I would do something wrong. The, I mean, the etiquette is expected and then like, oh you didn't, you know, fold your napkin right versus right, left. Yes, and you so the, you have to go now. That's leave. true. That there get was no here. napkin folding etiquette <laughs> class. There was a wreath making thing yeah. and uh -huh. then a table setting. Well maybe the, it's in the table setting, but maybe she has a little grace because we're educating people part of the process. True. Maybe yeah, that's what true. it is. I'm a student, Martha. You know, teach me. Maybe <laughs> maybe she thinks that the person who will book it the fastest is mm -hmm. a fan of hers and knows all her tips and tricks. Maybe. Maybe so too. You want to hear an interesting <laughs> fact? So I, I was rolling my Rolodex of, of memories of Martha Stewart and her property. She lived in Connecticut before mm -hmm. she lived in this New York house. Okay. Do you know what it was called? Her no. name, the name of her home? Mm -mm. Turkey, uh, Turkey Hollow, Turkey Hill. Turkey Hill. So I thought, how cool! Okay, the Turkey Hill cool. is for Thanksgiving. Now she's in a new place in New York. It's called Cantaloupe Corner. So, not as fun, but at least you know You're now. Me all the Martha Stewart trivia Cantaloupe that I need to corners. know for trivia night. Now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we are going to be prepared for the next trivia <laughs> game that we play for sure. Now to number four in our daily four. I don't know if Martha would have this on the menu at Thanksgiving. Maybe Probably she would. Not. She surprises Probably you. Not. Heinz has this new condiment combining two hamburger staples. Pickles and ketchup. Hmm. Heinz says its pickle ketchup has the tangy and savory flavor of pickles with the unmistakable taste of its rich tomato ketchup. Apparently, the appeal for pickles is at a major high right now. Heinz says 73% of Americans enjoy the taste of the food. Mm -hmm. And if you're one of them, you should be on the lookout. This new ketchup hits grocery stores early next year. Not available yet. Mm -hmm. But could you not just take a little pickle juice and kind of mix it in there yourself if you wanted to? I'm sure they you know, did a with the, something more with it than just the pickle juice. I'm hoping. Well, because it's thick, it's still thick enough. You it's know, the flavor is there. That vinegar is going to thin it out a little bit. Yeah, that's probably true too. Because yeah. I know, you know, you, like we have that great Whataburger spicy ketchup, which mm -hmm. I love. Mm -hmm. It tastes like ketchup with the like, jalapeno juice in there a little okay. bit. That's what it tastes like to yeah. me. So I'm thinking like pickle juice, same principle. Mm -hmm. But as long as it's thick and they'll stand your burger and your hot dog. So do you still good. use that? And you put pickles on your hamburger? I think yes. it's kind of a. If, I, I if you love want pickles, extra so pickle yes. Taste. So the answer for you is yes. Yes. More pickle, the better. Yes. Okay. okay. What about you, Keisha? Are you like, that's just like minimizing the pickle effort, or that's. I do like the crunch the of the pickle. Effort. There's a name for it. It's pickle effort. Did you know <laughs> the that? The crunch of the pickle. That's good. <laughs> pickle crunch is good. That's true. Okay, but what about. No, we're talking about dill pickle, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. What about bread and butter sweet pickles? Nah. I don't know. No. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't no. care for Only on certain The things. sour, the more sour, the better. Or maybe mm -hmm. like even the spicier and the sour, yeah. that combo. In, in uh, high school, we used to take the pickle and put hot sauce in it. That sounds oh, good. Oh, that sounds really good, actually. And, but now you can buy them that way with, you know, oh. the, the different flavors. The inventor And I think there's even one with Kool-Aid. What? Oh yeah, that's no, a thing. There's, that there are Kool-Aid pickles in different parts of, of the South. Mm -hmm. I've seen it. I've seen. I have places. not seen. I've that. never tasted one, mm -hmm. but I've seen them around. Or peppermint. That was a weird one, but. <sighs> peppermint. Sorry. 
You're like giving me vibes I, of like, you know, when you're pregnant. Well, I don't know. When you're pregnant, they say, what are you craving? And they're like, do you want pickles and ice cream? And it's like, no, I never want that combo. The pickles and the peppermint's uh -huh. giving me that kind of a... The, yeah. The, the pickle prophet over here's got all the information. I'm you know saying. it all. Just like <laughs> drink come pickle to juice. Her. So, yeah. It, it's, it's good for it's digestion, good, too, good, by the yeah. way. Yeah. That's right. That's right. That's okay. why athletes, don't they eat uh -huh. pickle juice afterwards? Uh -huh. Sorry. Right, so we that know keeps so much the about, water yeah. in, right? It keeps you from, from dehydrating, keeps right? You is hydrate, that what that yeah. is? Okay, Electrolytes. So but the vinegar is good for your, temp, for your digestive system, mm. too. Look at that. On a day like today, though, you could use the electrolytes. Uh, it's mm, definitely sweaty, yes. warm, yeah, like we said earlier. It is. It is. It's warm. It's muggy, but it is going to be changing soon, mm -hmm. thankfully. Mm -hmm. um, we're in the season of cold fronts, and we just got to get one to swing in here, and it'll all flip swing on a dime. All right, you're taking a live look over Central Texas on our News 10 Skycam Network. Of course, we'll have your forecast in just a few moments. A couple of clouds up there in that sky. Yeah, I saw a couple of them up there. We need some rain and some cooler weather for yeah. sure. All right, in the heart of Temple, Holy Trinity Catholic High School has offered students a values-based Catholic college prep education since 1997. Yeah, last year the school used an interesting method to raise money. It had a fashion show. Yeah, and because it was such a huge success, they're having another one this Sunday. Joining us now to share all the details, we have the Director of Admissions and Development, Renee Morales, here in the middle, and we have the Committee Chair, Megan Hubbard-Swoda. So thanks both of you for being here. We appreciate it. Glad to hear it was successful last year. Fashion Palooza, the fundraiser. We're going to talk about it here in a bit first, though. Um, tell, we're going to learn about the Holy Trinity Catholic High School itself. Renee, tell us about that. Sure. So we've been around since 1997. We're a small school, uh, faith-based school. Uh, we have about 100 students, and the nice thing is they're able to do focus on their academics. We are a college prep school, um, but they're also able to do lots of sports. So they do football, six-man football, that kind of yeah. thing. Um, last year, we actually uh, we compete in TAPS, mm -hmm. and so we won state um, academics last year. That's great. So cool. um, they nice. get to do lots of fun stuff, and um, very excited. Um, we uh, do open enrollment. We also do mid-year enrollment as well. Um, and open enrollment comes up in, in February. There is an application process. There is also tuition assistance because we do, um, we're a nonprofit school, mm -hmm. so there is uh, tuition for that. But um, yeah, there's tuition assistance and there's a great process and we'd love to have everybody come check us out. Now Megan, you uh, are a committee chair, but also a parent. <laughs> Why did yes. you decide to enroll your students in this school? Well, between Community, it feels like family, and a lot of the people we've known for so long mm -hmm. um, because he started at St. Mary's and then moved on to Holy mm -hmm. Trinity, and quite a few of them did. And then um, academic excellence, I mean, it's, it's just true. The class sizes are amazing, and, you know, he, he gets to practice his faith every day as well, so... Those are really important to us. Yeah. Now, Fashion Palooza, second year, brought it back. So good you had to do it twice, and maybe other years as well coming. Um, it's afternoon of fashion and philanthropy. That's how it's described. Tell right. us the reason why. What's going to be, uh, what's kind of the driving force behind that? that well, idea? we wanted to do something fun mm -hmm. for a fundraiser for our school because we do have to run uh, funds. And uh, the fashion show was really fun. They, they had a lot of fun last year. Um, this year, Dillard's and um, Main Street, Main Street Bridal will be sponsoring our, our fashion part and uh, it'll be a good time for some fellowship and having a good time and Megan was so kind to help us with the live auction, silent auction. 
So she can tell you a little bit about what's going to be in the Lilac Yeah, I was going to ask about yeah. that. Yeah. We've got, some, we've got some great items. We've got some great designer handbags and some great jewelry pieces. We've got an amazing luggage set mm, that we'll good. be auctioning off. Yes. You can absolutely. go do Christmas. Right before the holidays. Get Christmas I, started. That's right. That's the way to do it. But it's perfect timing, right? Um, it looks beautiful. We're looking at some video right now of last year's show, and you can see the balloon arch there, the beautiful colors. Is there a theme this year? Is there anything kind of that's kind of different this year, or is it just kind of going forward and making it bigger and better? Just bigger and better this year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. just kind of the fall and Christmas ideas and Christmas gift ideas. Definitely. Now, I'm, I can't see very well. Uh, are those uh, parents or are those students? We have students and parents that yes. were our models last year. So the girls that are going to do um, the Main Street Bible um, are going to uh, fashion or show the uh, prom dresses. Oh, oh excellent. Oh, yeah, because yeah. that's, yes. that's coming up At, in the spring. Yeah, right around the corner. Um, so we know it's also going to be filled with a bit of mystery, too. So tell us about the jewelry giving tree. Is that when we're saying that right? What yeah. is that? What's that all about? Um, our jewelry giving tree is for $20, you get a bag of mystery jewelry, and mm -hmm. it's anywhere from three to six pieces of Ooh. fun jewelry. Yes, that I, uh, I heard that they had a lot of fun last year getting mm -hmm. to go back to the tables and everybody kind of get to switch. Trading. Yes. Yes. That's exactly. a great idea, yeah. too, once you make your $20 for six pieces? Right? Yeah. That Isn't is that a great, great deal. deal. I yeah. know. And then you never know what you want to keep or give away for Christmas or birthdays. Yes. So. So I yeah. know a lot of work has gone into making this year, you know, a very successful year. Talk about some of the prep work y'all had to do. Uh, well, of course, we had to get the sponsors, yep. and we had to get um, the live and silent auction items, uh, which were a lot donated, which we truly appreciate. Um, and then um, getting the word out. So mm -hmm. thank y'all for having us on the show to, mm -hmm. to get the word out yeah, about getting absolutely. those people there to, to help us support Holy Trinity. Yeah. And we are glad you're here. And there's a QR code on your screen you can scan yes. to find out more information about uh, the school as well as I'm sure the event itself, right? Yes. All that's yes. going to be right there. Um, you know, we talk about, we have a lot of different kinds of fundraisers and, and you know, this is just such a great idea and you don't see it done that much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe you touched on it earlier, but why did you decide Fashion Palooza was the way to go? Where did that, where did well, that come from? In Temple, I don't know if it's here in Waco area, but they do Fashion uh, Purse Bingo. Oh, okay. And yeah. so okay. we were going to do bingo, but it was a little too much for us. Uh -huh. So I was like, well, what else can we do around fashion that's just specifically for women? Uh -huh. um, and so Fashion Palooza popped in my head. That's good. <laughs> I like the idea. It's so, a very, it's very good one. It's great for all ages. Yeah. The students love it. The, yeah. parents, the moms mm -hmm. and grandparents love it. So... Snacks will they kind of be refreshments. Yeah, we're going like to have uh, hors d'oeuvres. Okay. So yeah, hors d'oeuvres and wine. That'll be a fun yeah. event. Okay, and again, the date and time we want to make sure we make sure people know. So the date and time, if you want to repeat those real quick, we'll get this put out there. Um, it's uh, Sunday, November twelfth. Yes, yeah, two thirty at the mm -hmm. high school gym. Yeah, and that's a great you know after church go you know have your afternoon yeah, get exactly. your snacks yeah. and, and see your friends and have a good time and check out the fashions. Boy, perfect timing too with yeah. the holidays. That really yeah. was smart of you guys. We it's going to be exciting. Yes. It's going to be a good time. Anything else you'd like to add before you go before you take off? Uh, just come out and if you uh, want to get the tickets at the door, you can or you can get them online. Okay, very good. We appreciate you coming. Sorry. Thanks so much. Yeah. So Rogue Media Network is a podcast creation house based in Waco that gives Central Texans, you know, an opportunity to produce their own podcast. Yeah, some of our shows are on there. Yeah. The Daily Four, you can get it every day. You can also yep. get our news of the day as well. Here to share more about the how that works and the incredible talent in Central Texas, and there's a lot of it. We have Matthew Heaton and Mike Hamilton with Rogue Media Network. So thanks for both being here. And Mike, you're a familiar face. We've seen you here before. Absolutely. And, and you're new to us, Matthew. So thanks for coming. We uh, appreciate you coming today. Yeah. For those who don't kind of understand, tell us about Rogue, how it all got started. 
So we started in 2019, one show uh, out of a warehouse, uh, had to record and hope that no deliveries were made during the middle of the show. <laughs> yeah. um, we've moved four times in four years, but now we are on the 21st floor of the Alico, and I, I keep telling people that's where I'll die. So, okay. Yeah. You want to go to see We're up to... A little over 150 shows on the network oh, at this point. Oh my gosh. We put out about 50, 60 episodes a week. 150? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Yours okay. is next. Yeah, well, 151. That's right. It's That's right. <laughs> Talk a little bit about some of the most surprising things that you've learned in this, you know, these last couple of years of, of producing these podcasts. Uh, I think the most surprising thing I've learned is we started a, um, a Spanish language true crime show. Ooh. And um, I wasn't ready for the analytics that came out of that. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of browser-based listening rather than phone listening. Mm. And I, I asked the hosts about it, and they said that that's because a lot of people in Mexico don't carry phones on them. Mm. And so they end up listening on a computer or in a browser at work or at home or something wow. like that. And so, yeah, that was really eye-opening. I'd love to have more Spanish content. Yeah. That's really great to hear for sure. Yeah. Uh, and Matthew, again, we kind of referenced earlier, you're kind of new sure. to us here, but tell us a little about yourself. Yeah, so my name is Matthew Heaton. Been here at Wake Up for about six years. Uh, I've joined the team as their sales and marketing manager. It's really kind of helped them spearhead as they're growing over the last four years. You know, that creates different dynamics within the business to kind of focus on. So I've gone on board to help Corey and Mike both really focus on how to bring in advertisement, sponsorships, yeah. and even the marketing side for social media. As we pump out all this content, you got to know where it is, where to go, those sort of things. So I'm there to kind of help them create some systems and help them grow. And there's also a, a new uh, venture that you've got going. It's called the Renew Studio Network. What, what is that all about? Sure, so that's more of a uh, faith-based network. It's it basically, if you take Rogue Media Network as a whole, mm -hmm. this will be targeting more of the faith-based, faith-family leadership components okay. to where you can have podcasts that are specifically in that niche. So it's to support our faith-based community, yeah. family community, because there's different types of entertainment that you want people to be in and segment. That's right. where that comes into play. Yeah. which is where we're really striving to bring on more shows in that area as yeah. well. So it gives different demographics. Cool. If someone's interested in doing that, providing that kind of content for you all yeah. with this new venture, what, who should they reach out to? What should they reach do? out to Matthew. Uh, I believe he, we gave him a QR code for the, mm -hmm. that goes straight to his email. Yep. Um, if you want to, if you want to grab that. A couple of the shows that'll launch with the network are uh, Jesus Said Love. Uh, they are bringing their show over to the Renew Network. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Sophia Young, who uh, played WNBA and is now at Baylor, uh, her and her husband are doing a show, faith-based show. Yeah. So those are two fairly big shows that we're launching with. And then we hope to add, like Matthew's show will come over because mm -hmm. it's it's about leadership, but it's it's also from a faith-based perspective. And and yeah. how many episodes or new episodes are you putting out daily? Well, we're not putting any of those out yet. Okay. Uh, that'll probably be after the first of the year okay. when we launch mm -hmm. that. But but we, we want to get a good foothold in that area. There's just so much faith-based content around here that we could help produce that with ads that go with those type of shows so they don't get the wrong ads mm -hmm. and, and all of the kind of white glove treatment that you would give a, a separate network. Let me ask you something. There was a while when, you know, people were popping up, I'm listening to this podcast, yeah. this podcast, and I'm just like, podcast? <laughs> what do you think the attraction is to podcasts? I think it's time shifting, number one. So think of your what used to be a TiVo and what's now DVRs or cloud-based right. stuff. You can listen to it whenever you want. Mm -hmm. Plus, um, it's a little more of a uh, personal connection. When you listen to this, they're right there in your ears. Uh, you end up trusting, and, and the content that you're looking for, it's not just provided to you by whoever. You can go seek out those spe specific mm -hmm. shows you know, that, yeah. that really talk to you. 
I think that's such a great point. I mean, because there's such a universe of podcasts. Yeah. Like, any, it's almost like just googling something. Yeah. Anything you want to listen to, right. there's probably something out there. You know, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it's such a wide variety of programming. But how only many, listen to ours. But only listen yeah. to yours. <laughs> only listen to yours. And there's lots yeah. to choose from in that. Um, how often do you put out new content? Uh, it's daily. 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 Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Monday through Friday. Uh, we used to release some stuff on Saturdays. We've kind of drawn back from that. Um, they've got the drops uh, from today mm -hmm. on the yeah, on the are. screen, and what I mean you can see there? three, six, nine, twelve, thirteen different shows dropped today. And that doesn't even include, you know, the two shows from KWTX, the many, many shows that come from mm -hmm. Sikkim 365 and our different resources like that. So, I mean, there's, there's probably, what, almost 20 episodes today? Something like yeah. that. How big is this going to get? Like, you've got a lot. Yeah, 150, you said. We've How? only got one more floor on the Alico, so that's as big as we can get. Save that floor I mean, for me, okay? We, 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 we want it to be national, you know? Yeah. These shows yeah. shouldn't have any boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's very true. Um, the holidays are coming up. We know yes. that. You have some plans for New Year's Eve. We do. We, we have a big party uh, planned, uh, a New Year's Eve party over at Southern Roots, good friends of ours. They, they also do a show there. Um, called uh, Libations and Revelations. Yes. All, yeah, I think they've been they on been here on before. Yeah. It, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but we'll be doing it at uh, Southern Roots. Uh, Andrew G. from The Public Affair will be hosting. Uh, then we've got uh, Sweetest Tea is what she goes by. Uh, uh, she does a show on our network called Give You Blues. She'll be the DJ. And then we're going to have an art auction and a bunch of other stuff. And then, of course, a Midnight Toast. You mentioned obviously the faith-based initiative that you're working yeah. on to create that kind of programming. Is there anywhere else, kind of in your in your your universe, your your rogue universe, that you think there's subject uh, there are subjects that are wide open for the yes. taking? That, what, what are some yes. of those people? I, could I jump would on? love to find funny people. Okay. Yeah, mm -hmm. comedy is what I'm always looking for. Yeah. I'm always looking for people think they're funny and they're, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> they're not. That's true, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Struggle. There's like the struggle. I, I'm not saying I'm the arbiter of funny, but um, you know it when you hear it. You know, so. Are you funny? Mm. Yeah. Funny looking. Oh, well. <laughs> I know Ali Cadlebar is one of our you know folks, and Ali does Pete's a great season. job. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, she's been reviewing the, the Seinfeld. She does episodes. Seinfeld episode yeah, by episode. Recaps. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. Great. Mine. We we took. The, the blueprint from my show, which is Bois, uh, which is based on King of the Hill. We do episode by episode, and so she's now doing that same thing, but for Seinfeld. Mm. And Pete just kind of stumbled in on that, yeah. Yeah, cool. yeah, and uh, so for anybody who wants to start something like this, any final words of advice for them? Anybody who wants to jump in and create content, work with you all, any advice? Yeah, uh, I, I think the the first thing to do would be contact somebody like Matthew and 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 talk to him about your idea and, and yeah. where you want it to go and what you want it to be. Um, you don't have to have like a finalized idea. Just give me an idea. You know, yeah, that's you. Uh, but, you know, just, just give me an idea of what you want. We do a lot of pre-production meetings, and then we do production meetings once a month with our shows and things like that, so we can keep it going. All right. Thank cool. you both for coming. We KWTX, the most trusted news source in Central Texas. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.